0: So oh. Timsa
1: has um, he's it, it's a hand puppet, basically uh, everybody listen to podcast they can and wait for my podcast very soon. Um, good. Uh, what do you guys want? Urban life. <laughs> Neighborhood banter Pull up a seat and pass the time. <laughs>
0: I think there's there's a selection of videos that kind of blew up all over Facebook. And like, you know, all the newspapers were picking up on it. Like, your 7 Days, The National, MS247. Like, they're sharing it. And... The funniest one was of that... The dude in the suit with a laptop and... In arm, the shopping basket, <laughs> In the trolley. Like, I felt bad. Like, I really wanted to just go help him and hug those dudes. No, like, I mean, know? bro, like, forget the suit. Get in okay. the water.
2: Sp- dude, he's <laughs> in the... He's in a shopping a tro- cart trying to
0: swim. To- oh and he's God. using... He's in a shopping cart, like, a trolley cart. And he's using a stick... To kinda push himself out of the water. He's like, trying to roll himself like to his freaking can dog, man. And whoever took that video was just standing there laughing at him the whole time. I felt so bad. Wait, here's the
2: bit here's the bit. The what you call it? Maintenance guys were in the area. Yeah. They saw this guy doing this like comical sh- they just walked to him in the water. <laughs> and they pushed him up. And they took him, listen, you f- move you fucking crazy. <laughs> Get out your fing suit. Are
0: you worried about your suit, man. And then the other videos were scary. Like Which videos? I, I mean it, when I saw them, I was like, "People should not be sharing those because it really is scary." Like, you see the what's it called? The trust that the building cleaners hang on when they're yeah, cleaning windows. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the wind was so strong, it's blowing that off, and it bounced onto a building and cracked the concrete. Like.
2: It's scary, man, like people but like, walking around. How, this... how crazy was this window? Did they get a number? Cause they have like wind I'm Abu, Abu Dhabi. Was Abu Dhabi more... got it the worst. Yeah, yeah like they, they got hit bad, a lot worse than it was. Even though bad. like we were That's off crazy, the coast, like, yeah. yeah. Freaking climate change. And, and the shit, funny thing man. is, that morning
0: there, I started checking out my Snapchat, and at that time it's just heavy rain. Like it didn't get that serious yet, and everybody <sighs> is sharing videos of the rain on Snapchat. I'm like, I can see the rain too, you know. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. can look at the rain. I just look out the window and it's there. You don't it's need to send a me a window. Snapchat to <laughs> let me know <laughs> about it. Nice. Yo, some so what, did you, line, what did you do this week? So, yeah, so it's been it's been a hectic week. I actually did not go to the office until yesterday. I was
2: at the Links, at the Dubai Links this week. Okay. So, what? yo, uh, I don't know about Dubai Links or anything, right? Oh, yeah. So, so. you got you to gotta take okay, me through so what this educators. place is. Okay,
0: so, Dubai Links is an international festival of creativity, okay. right? It's been running for 10 years, and pretty much what happens that the link says it runs for three days during those three days you have lectures you have people talking about different things happening different industries uh things such as innovation talking about technology talking about creativity advertising it's It's like the
3: rbma but like
0: advertising exactly pretty much it's exactly (laughs) like rbma but more into the advertising type of creativity. And you were saying and the
2: guys who made this event were the same guys that did Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, they're they're part of the
0: Can the Can uh, uh, F- creativity festival as well. In Can, uh, south of France, they have the Can. They have two festivals. They have a creativity festival they and you have a film, film, film festival. Cool. I mean, film festival is popular. The uh, creativity uh, They, they put out
3: all the independent like
0: movies. Yeah, exactly, really, really okay. good. So and then you have the Can creativity festival, just like the links. Um, that's more on a on a global scale. So everybody. Not just advertising, creativity in general is usually there. Um, is there a reason why it's in can? Good question, I don't know. Right, why is it in Cannes? It, I think happened? it's just they've been doing it for so long, maybe. Um, There's gotta be a reason. Maybe it started there, I, I guess. But now, also keep in mind, the times we're in today, we're moving into a very, um, it's. people always talk about what's gonna happen in the future, and I think it is It is the future now, because once you start hmm. seeing how can changed from being the major advertising firms, to having Google on stage, to having mm. Facebook on stage mm. talking, to having the Twitter guys. Tech, tech you know, is the new thing. Tech is a big thing. Tech, tech plays a big part of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's part of that innovation. And it's because of tech that we're able to do what we do. And you have people like, um, you know, the YouTube out of uh, Saudi characters. Ah, but and all I, I, the
2: same. Tech is nothing without the souls that make
0: exactly, it creative, right? right? It's, it's It's in the content, which... Also goes back to like um, one of the talks that I really enjoyed, which was Elia Marcy's talk by the way. Oh nice. Yeah. Um the, I said what up was I will. I've seen him in a while actually. Um his talk, his talk was amazing. So he was his talk uh, was called uh, was about Indian aunties. Yeah yeah, I, yeah, yeah, uh, okay, I, I okay, okay, you guys yeah, okay, okay. So in what well, in strategic planning what we do in advertising is that we, we rely a lot on data, right? A lot of numbers and all that. And remember we had this talk with yeah, the the, with, with Amro yeah. um, your buddy and he's he's a data he's all he's about crazy, the data. Man, like, really it's man. all about the numbers and the data but what ali was saying was that without the human intuition data is useless so you gotta yeah, you gotta yeah, trust yeah. your gut right yeah. it's because just raw data it's just data really, is gonna, gonna, can give you so usable, much course. right
2: i bro there's a new type of journalism called data journalism can yeah? you check your phone yeah. Bruh.
0: bring it back <laughs> Um, so what he was saying was that he gave his Indian auntie as an example because for, if, if you take me as an example today right 27 year old um, happy Sydney. birthday by the way thank happy
3: you. happy birthday <laughs> many
0: returns brother thank you he this is, uh, I love it. People are asking me, what are you doing on your birthday? I'm like, courting, but, <laughs> <laughs>
4: on my birthday. Oh, well, yeah, that's what it is. That's, I'm yeah, hanging out like, by the town. Yeah, like, yo, the grind, my, the
2: grind doesn't stop. The birthday gift is a new idea, bro. Right? I'm exactly. Saying, so, you know, I'm, trying, I'm thankful I'm for it.
3: This. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm happy pushing us uh, grind on my on my birthday so I ain't sweating it. So, um, anyway, so he's talking about, like, for example, you take me as a 27-year-old uh, Sudanese male who's into hip-hop, has a crazy collection of Jordans, and you know um into progressive music ideally data would tell you the perfect mate for me is somebody who's into jordan's a hip-hop head technically should be syranese let's say right but then yeah. intuition tells you otherwise because i don't need a mirror image of myself that does not mean we're gonna exactly. match or we're gonna click
5: yeah. mm. right
0: so that's why you need the human element to play a part which was an amazing talk so he compares it to the indian aunties being matchmakers Right, they always go like, oh, son, you know, I got the perfect girl for you. Let me find, let me tell you, oh, she does this, 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 and that." Like, and if you look at the data, that Indian auntie method works. The arranged marriage method tends to work very well because um, it's all right, man. When here's the thing, as, as Ali said, like <laughs> if, if he was able to share sh- such numbers to any business, like, he's like, he would he would have been a billionaire by now. Because you're talking about 89% of people in India are getting married. Uh, they, they they get married through arranged marriages. Okay. Yet you have 1% divorce rate compared to a larger number of people who get married out of love and get That's divorced. That's interesting. Why do you think there's a, there's a lower devo- right. divorce rate? That's that's interesting. Bit is it that is the Indian it, it aunties are
2: actually so good at it? <laughs> no, but that it no, it's just or stigma that divorce is uh, a problem. Divorce, it's not a problem. Man, because yo, like, you should find divorce women. Is a
0: dis- uh, Divorce is a very huge topic. Like, if we get into that, yeah. I mean, let's be honest. Like, none of us are married, so we don't. Really we're know. not that qualified to get into <laughs> that. But I feel yeah. like even if we wanted to, like, that's a huge topic that would take a long time to kind of digest and discuss. Yeah. Um, okay. Look. So anyway, so going back to links. So
2: we, you, Alia Marcy so still... Ali Marci. So Ali Marci
0: had a great talk. Um, uh, Yusuf Tukan, who is currently, I think, if I'm not mistaken, he's the VP head of market analytics for karim uh, I saw his first talk, and this was sort of the remix or the 2.0 version of his talk. His initial talk was called "Arabs Be Like,"
2: mm-hmm. right?
0: And he shed the light of how Arabs are changing the game today. And on be it online and offline and how the Arab youth is sort of not taking things as it is now and challenging it and you know redefining a lot of things and they're making amazing moves Um, and he draws comparison to like celebrities versus the West and he shows what we're doing here and now he has the new version which is uh, it's called the startup rising Okay. so because of he took it from the uprising the startup yeah. rising where now you have this new startup culture yeah. that is popping up and it's making huge waves around the world from here um, he had an amazing talk as well. You had people from collective BKP, you had speakers from Google, from Twitter, different agencies around the world. You have you even had freaking Tim Sahio. I was
3: gonna say what's the highlight. Like, what, I think that so?
0: was the coolest one I've attended. So I don't know Jib like you I, I don't know you don't know Timsah. So no. Timsah is um he's it, it's a hand puppet, basically. So that looks like an alligator. So the word Timsah is for alligator, right? Okay. And he has his own YouTube show. Mm-hmm. It's part of the Telfaz 11. <laughs> and this guy is very sarcastic, very humorous, arrogant, in-your-face type of personality that is painted around this puppet.
2: It's like that dog puppet in Conan O'Brien. Yes. Totally. What's the guy? The guy with the, with the cigar? Yeah. <laughs> like he dissed Eminem and the Grammys and the thing. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah, And, yeah. and people... Claws ruckus and stuff. Yeah. And you know people were loving right? this
0: guy, right? And eventually, after 100 episodes, the show stopped. And then Tim Sash shows up at the Lynx, and luckily I managed to get to kick in with him in and interview him, which I'll I I make you listen to it a little bit. Um, he came to the links to announce his return back to YouTube. wow! And yo, when he said that, I mean, people went bonkers. Like the crowd went wild. People couldn't believe it. Everybody was excited that this characters coming back online. And... It's major, and it's funny, like, I was like, yo, you know, I'd love to talk to you guys and interview Tumsah. They're like, yeah, sure, you can interview him after the lecture. You know, we'd, ha- we'd hang out, we'd talk, and, you know, we'll take it from there. I'm like, all right, cool, let's do that. After the lecture, I sat for 35, 45 minutes waiting for people to finish taking pictures. Of oh, him. Everybody wants to take a picture with him. Like, people were lining yeah. up to take pictures cool. with Tumsah. Like, it was really cool to see what's been going on. That's cool. And I managed to get him to speak in English. For, just for the sake of the interview which I thought was great because <laughs> Tim Sah is he he does not like to speak in English and when he does I th- always find it so I got the, the the guys managing the links I, oh. I got Tim Sah on an interview I got influencers.ae I got okay. to speak with that company as well any artists um, I met Malika I met um I met the entire team, from, uh, well, not the entire team, most of the guys from Telfaz 11. I even met the guys from U-Turn. I mean, they had a great talk as well. What were you doing there? So what I was doing there was, um, for our agency, we have um, what we call the uh, Young Links Academy, oh. where they bring in the top students in advertising from different universities okay. and uh, in the region. So we had people from uh, Jeddah College of communication or something like that. AUD, AUB, uh, American University, Cairo, AUS, like, uh, LAU, all these universities, they come in and they compete. Okay. So, initially, what my role was, I actually created the challenge for them so I wrote the brief nice. and um, I think throughout those three days, they did not like me very much because <laughs> it's, uh, they get a brief and they have three days to solve it. They have three days to figure out their strategy, figure out their content and uh, like all the way from strategy, target audience insights to the creative idea itself. And, uh, you know, a selection of jurors would sit and judge that. So I don't think they liked me very much <laughs> during those three days. But well, that's good. But
3: like, it's a good learning experience. It was. Uh, I mean, f-
0: and for me, for me, it was major because a few years ago um, when I started, when I started the, the agency in university, like, I started my own um, student-based advertising agency on campus. Um, and this was a long, and that's the time when I had Jibba, Jibba perform yeah, at my yeah. show when he came in his, straight from work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and um, at that time, I started a sponsorship program for students to go to Lynx, right? Uh, because usually the only students that get to go to the Lynx Academy are like a 3.0 or a 3.5 GPA plus, okay. which makes it so hard for a lot of great students who are not necessarily on that academic, academic bar. Yeah. So we developed a sponsorship where we sent three students to Lynx. That first year, was my. I I went and I took two two other students with me. And because we're not part of the training, we weren't allowed in the Lynx Academy. But I found a way not just to attend the Dubai Lynx. I attended Dubai Lynx. I attended the the awards festival and the gala dinner. And I found a way to get myself into the Lynx Academy. I wasn't contributing. I was standing at the back just seeing the ideas and what were people presenting. Mm. And now this time, I'm on the other side of the coin where i'm actually presenting, presenting the challenge so for me it was like it was a personal accomplishment. that's i guess you know, that's I was the, really happy your best about being there gift for your birthday right uh, i'm thankful for that <laughs> so um so yeah so links links was beautiful man. It, was, it was a huge learning experience and i think what the hardest thing about being at links is there's so many talks you want to attend and the timing's sometimes clash because they're Uh, different stages and you want to attend all of them like there's so much great stuff happening out there a lot of information to pick up from is just like okay which one do I go to and you're running around from one stage to the next right but it was um but you you had a you had a you had the zoom with you right when you were there yes I didn't initially okay so I I mean I rushed in the morning I had to be there in time for a check-in and you know get my stuff sorted and after I presented the brief to the students um, I was just hanging out with a couple of the guys and one of them was um, we, we came about the podcast and we we're talking about the con and this and that and mid conversation with this guy the idea sparked in my head I'm like you know what man excuse me for a little bit I'll be back in 20 minutes <laughs> <laughs> and I actually rushed home just, to get the, the, just to get the zoom nice picked song. up the mic nice came song. back because i like what are the chances that I'm going to be a Lynx uh,
3: yeah. again? like
2: I'm yeah, going to have once to, a
3: year right
0: no it's not it's not that the link, I mean yeah Lynx is once a year but what are the chances I'm going to get so many great people in the same place at the together? same time, yeah. Of, at the same year, time. Yeah, like, yeah, next year
3: someone yeah. might not come you know Right. you yeah. know like
0: the, this is the kind of event where some of the big the big dogs the CEOs yeah. and the business owners and all the people involved in this they if they have any travel plans if they have any meetings all of that gets cancelled for, for Links. so wow. these are people that are hard to get a hold of and okay. I just took the opportunity, I rushed to him, picked up the Zoom, came back, nice. and I just started running around, talking to people, telling them about the show, and hey, can I interview you for a couple of minutes, and they're like, yeah, sure, and they were just very basic questions, I was asking them about, you know, who are, uh, who are you, what do you do, just to get an idea of who this person is, and then um, ask them a couple of questions about, you know, what, th- what their job is, the lectures, the, or the talks that they gave, hmm. what are they doing at the links, what excites them about being around here. Um, if they had any advice for young creatives, and I also asked them, I think, which was my favorite question was, if you weren't doing this, what else would you be doing? That's a good question. Uh, simply because, I mean, this this entire, I mean, not just advertising, but this entire creative industry in general, is a uh, is a very passion driven industry. Like you really got to enjoy what you're doing yeah. to to sustain yourself sure. in it. Otherwise, it will drive you mad. Mm. So. For a lot of them, I was really curious. I mean, I understand, like, you will, you intentionally wanted to be part of this because you saw something in it that you hmm. liked, whether it's there or not anymore, it's besides the point. So it would have been really interesting to see if you had the opportunity today to sort of flip the switch and change do everything and do anything else, what would you rather be doing? Wow. And they are some really, really cool stuff to say. What about if it was you? If you had the chance to do something else, what would you do? If I had the chance to do anything else? Yeah. Man, see, I, I like asking a question. I don't like being mm, asked. <laughs> Never thought of it. What about you? Um, give, Hold me, on, give me a that second. That Let you know. me... Yeah, yeah, you got it? Okay, cool. No, I was about to say, give me a second. Let me think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but okay, if, if it was me, I don't know, it might sound weird, but I'd want to be in shipping. Maybe that's because it's like the family thing. Seriously? Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> as, much as, as much as I hate that business. It's dry, man. It be <laughs> dry but they call the
2: containers dry containers (laughs) that's the name (laughs) for a container
0: but you know what i think for one because i mean i grew up in that like as a household yeah i mean that that's the family business but um it's the fascination with planes
2: ah okay
0: as a kid i remember as a kid i used to do this a lot um my dad used to take me with him to work a lot like on my vacations and i get bored i mean i'm located in a corporate environment like Mm. Why do you do that to somebody? Yeah. So I'd get bored and I'd start picking up books from his shelves. Okay. And he had these manuals of all the different types of aircrafts.
2: Yeah, yeah. And I
0: just skim through it. Like, I just look at all these different the types statistics of statistics on the shapes yeah. and the. Exactly. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the aerodynamics of it, the yeah. measurements of so it. Everything from like uh, civilian aircrafts to cargo aircrafts to military. Like, I just like, used to skim But your dad uses
2: primarily, primarily, primarily aircraft. Yeah,
0: primarily he aircraft. He doesn't use
2: ships. He does. Ships as well, yeah,
0: okay. so he he does ships, trucks, and uh, aircrafts. But okay. I mean, the, his obs- like him getting into this business was because mm. of his obsession with aircrafts as well.
2: Interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, it's, it's
0: like a family thing. My, my uncle at uh, at some point was into that. I got a couple of cousins who are pilots as well. Like it's, it's it's a thing with us. Well, okay. And aircrafts.
3: What about you, man? Um, I don't know But like which, What do you mean by I have every, three aspects To my life That's
0: like, cool if it wasn't your day
3: job if Whatever you're doing right a full-time now Full time musician
0: No 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 If it wasn't your day job And no music no. Just flip it Flip the script completely You're Something reborn else. You could
3: do anything else Um scientist Maybe even Biology What I'm, I, ah, I always, didn't see that. I was always interested in I can see him in a lab coat
2: Wow <laughs> man Yeah I didn't expect that at
3: all I mean you know What would you do no, no. Okay, we're well, holding. Explain, <laughs> explain. What's the, what's the fascination? Since I was a, I was a kid, I was in love with biology and like science and not science necessarily as in like you know the whole space aspect of it, but more of biology. You know, uh, yeah, like s- how water turns into solid and then t- turns to yeah. gas and, mm-hmm. and so on. So, and then I got into the anatomy of the body. Deep with that. Look at that. Molecular kind of. Nice. I like it's just that. a fascination with that. Yeah. I like that. That's cool. What would you do? Shit, this is the thing.
2: uh um, <laughs> this is the thing. I actually, the only thing that pops to my mind is I'd be like an, um, an esotericist, like an ascetic. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'd retreat to. I know. I know. You have to
0: philosophize everything. Nah, it's just oh.
2: my nature, bro. I know a guy.
3: He lives in a place in India. uh Was well, rough- this you mentioned that I'd be a shaman? straight up okay cool no no
2: no. yeah I get there's a link
0: to biology I get it I mean this is slightly on an off topic but somebody who went into a very passionate direction as well and I thought that was the coolest job title he does audio architect Mm -hmm. so his job is to design the interiors for certain soundproofing qualities so he does everything from uh, concert uh, arenas it's a very like technical job, studi- very technical to like yeah. recording studios wow. you name it like he, that's what he he that's figures the, out the acoustics, acoustics of and building so. yeah. cons- like in construction I'm like
3: what? you know what else is cool mastering mastering is a job by itself it's uh, music? a job by itself yeah, 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 a title yeah, yeah. you're you're you know you master tracks that, and it's crazy it's crazy how they get into. Um, can I elaborate on the ascetic thing more? Yes, no. please. <laughs> <laughs> please. If so he doesn't, yeah, yeah.
2: We, we won't move we'll <laughs> <the group. laughs> No, please, man. Because I, I like to express answer. myself. Okay. Okay. So, the ascetic thing. Uh. Um. So my friend has a. He lives in a place in India where just up the hill from him, like a little bit away, is a Tibetan monastery mm-hmm. with a, with Tibetan a Tibetan library, and you can you can rent a place to live for maybe like. Twenty to thirty dirhams with food included three times a day, uh, and you can stay as long as you want. And you can read all their books and meditate with them. Wow, dude! Because the Tibetans had to leave their country, man. They, imagine what Tibet is—it's crazy. Like, we don't know what's there. They just been laying There are different type of people, but they're not being given a country. And then they're in India and mm. stuff. And you can chill with them. I, my thought was go sit, meditate, just reflect to the highest point, and write everything down and release books. That was my thing. How have you not released the book yet? <laughs> I don't know how to do
3: that
0: <laughs> I, think, I think you need
6: to You want to get on that You need to
3: like, you wanna, yeah, you get on, on that like, I want you know? yeah, to write How about drop a blog I'm trying to drop
0: Yeah, like the philosophical jibber Yo, like, but no, no It's nothing like, It's just yeah, Philosophical just gibberish rap. Exactly It's mostly talking jibber. crap but it's like uh,
2: I like the playing with. The That's thing. why That's his perfect. name is gibberish, yeah. right? Yeah,
0: just just bunch gib- philosophical bunch of gibberish. Yeah. Philosophical gibberish. But, <laughs> dot
2: com.
3: but then, like, and it, it has it has a it has a message and it yeah, has a call in, in a weird way. And, yeah. Know. So he reflects a lot. He I reflects. like that. Yeah, he's, he's reflecting right now.
2: I'm reflecting yeah right.
0: <laughs> 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 it's light it's time. I'm reflected. <laughs> yeah.
2: it's You're in the discussion.
3: reflection. I am. I am, yeah. <laughs> I am the reflection. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah.
3: You are the reflection. Yo, remember Eternal i in the reflection. Remember I'm in the inner man.
2: The yeah. inner man. Yeah, that was like that, right? Yeah, it's a crazy track, man. Have you yeah. heard that? No.
0: <laughs> I don't know why when you said that, it reminded me of this. Um, this podcast i was listening
2: to
0: where the guy was talking about how to conquer the voice between your ears
2: that's a subject in itself god
0: damn it man oh we got to talk about that at some point like it is Mm. it's just discipline man yeah and the thing is it's you cannot you can never silence that voice you Mm -hmm. can never silence that voice voice. it's it's always like a quarrel between... You have to debate that voice very smart, yeah. man. You right? have and, to it, really and it goes sp- back to like your ed ego and super ego arguments. Like there's yes. so much to it. But we are talking it's about God, that. very yeah. interesting
2: topic. Yeah. Like the thing is, man, I've started catching myself when I go through uh, bad chains of thought. Okay. You know, you'll start with a certain thing that rubs you the wrong way and, and your thought it, pattern goes. It's like a snowball. And I'm starting to catch that. I'm saying, listen, that's you know where that goes. It's a bad place. Step back think of something else mm, i'm catching mm. my thoughts now man because you let this month run free yeah he'll take you to all the f- you don't want to be man you know what I'm trying to discipline
0: say? uh sort of bring it back yeah so links links was uh links was, cool. was amazing it was it's exhausting but it was it was a lot of fun a lot of learning you know who won
2: or you don't know um, who won? i
0: mean yeah we um so we did a campaign uh for we did a campaign for do that was um called it for the kaba and bundle uh Oh,
2: it's tied in that Filipino. Yeah, uh, so advent, right? yeah,
0: so it was, it was for the it's targeting the Filipino uh, population, community community in the UAE, and it was <laughs> we actually ended up recording a, a track out of it because they they have this word trapa, and if I'm not, not mistaken, trapa means crew or oh, troop. It's like troop, like troop. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? So the trapa. <laughs> so they recorded a rap track based on that, and that kind of became the message because they they they're, they're a collective, like they they stick within themselves and they got each other's back. So it was a great. Way to kind of bring that to life of to show that support that they have for each other, and they loved it. I mean, it became a it became a track on radio. Uh, it started getting demands on radio. That's crazy, um, it's man. It's up on SoundCloud. Uh, we they shot. Uh, that's this whole thing about video ar- for it.
2: artists tying with bands. Uh, brands yeah. now. That's the whole. That's and the here's way the forward, thing,
0: right? And, and it's from the idea that we learned that you zone out advertising. Yeah. You have selective attention. You do not want to watch an ad. Nobody really right. wants to
2: watch an ad. yeah.
0: Exactly. So then. If I'm instead of feeding you an ad, I feed, I give you content, I give you something that you're interested in. A right? small narrative. So it's, it's a track that people liked. It's a music, it's a, mu- there's a music video to it. It's a song. People loved it. They mm-hmm. vibe to it. It's entertaining. Now people are more open to digesting that as opposed to, hey, we've got a new package
2: for can you. I, can I flip that idea for yep. a second? What if, right, this concept is mm-hmm. applied to uh, some kind of product or service? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, perhaps if artists did the same collaboration with um, uh, ideas and uh, you know what I mean organizations that are doing progressive things it's the same thing you're delivering content it's an advertisement for an idea that you believe in and it's not just pushing a product for the sake of sales that's what
0: I was going to say the key to it is to be selective Mm -hmm what type of product or service you want to associate yourself exactly. with right? mm-hmm. because a lot of people tend to do it for the wrong reasons they just do it for the sake of making bank as opposed to w- bec- well you can you can
2: understand why because
0: they're the ones un- with the money I understand yeah of course they're the ones with the money but even then I'm not telling you to go and just deal with any business mm-hmm. for the sake of brand when they don't add value to you, you have to they gotta add value term, right man.
2: exactly yo the, for a long time like, man I these cannot- guys were doing the ambassador thing man Yeah, they, what is the ambassador thing man they give you a piece of clothing or whatever and and then you just no, wear, it no, and you no, get nothing it's in value, more than man. That, man. Bro, man, they here's don't the get
0: nothing, man. You, here's the thing, Ken. Like, they don't I've blast you on their media. I've seen, I've seen how that works, right? Exactly. It this depends is one on who you are. The, bra- the brand is taking the advantage of, you know, the the artist or the celebrity, whatever, by giving them these products and paying them in some cases for it. Um, and the idea is that those person's supposed to push your product, right? Um, yeah. Be seen wearing it and pushing your it around it. So it's not just what do you get back, but they were a lot of these people are not doing it right. Um, okay. and I think this was You gotta do like Kevin Hart.
3: <clears throat> exactly. <laughs> like you gotta this own Exactly you gotta like Kevin like Hart that.
0: because I think this was the downfall for it. A lot of the people out here is that they take these products from these brands and it becomes a I'm a better than you type of competition. Like
3: look at, uh, that's the right? Ego. They put
0: up the pictures and shout out to XYZ brand for giving me these things why are you so special what have you done with it have you contributed to society in any form of way have you done something to add value to people's lives for you to be saying something like that when you did it aren't you the At influencer the like
3: influence exactly part, you
0: know? so as an influencer there's a sense of responsibility that i feel like a lot of people i wouldn't say a lot but some people tend to forget and they just see it as i'm getting free stuff mm-hmm. right and which is not right. The idea is, and even, I'm looking at it from both sides of the coin. From one side, be it from the brand's perspective. Definitely and no from idea. the other side, as the, the followers or the fans of that influencer. And in that case, you're not meant to boast about being better than them because you're getting free sh-. Instead, you're supposed to be pushing it in a better light. Hence why I'm saying it needs to work with who you are. Um, you do not take any product of course, from not, any brand yeah, just for the definitely. money. For example, if I, I rock a yeah, lot. Yeah, dudes are
2: just not picking it like, right, man. I rock Jordans
0: as is. Like I, I'm, I'm, like I wear them day in day out to work, and you know, every day. Like you guys see me with them, like all the time, right? But then if. They decided to endorse me for it. I'm already rocking it. I like it as it is. My social media content does not change because I'm already mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. yeah you get yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But then if I if tomorrow I get a completely different brand, like I don't know Vans. I've never worn Vans. Not my style. Yeah. Right. It and then so all wearing, of a sudden I'm yeah. talking about yo shout out to Vans for giving me this pair of sneakers. Like come chill, on, bro. Chill. It doesn't work like it doesn't that. Doesn't work that way. You got what I'm saying? So it's it, you know it's, it's not right. But you know the thing you is, 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 is one the, the, the strategy
3: is meant to be like that though. Which
0: is why when you said Kevin Hart, I was like exactly that is that's yeah. the right way to do it so Kevin Hart was already a Nike no
3: before Nike
0: Kevin Hart is a hardcore body like I want to say bodybuilder he's an athlete in his in his private lifestyle he's always in the gym he's always running and he started doing marathons as part of his tour every city he travels to he puts a call out on Instagram or on Snapchat, yo, catch me at five AM, let's say by the Sydney Opera Theater. We're gonna go for a ten K run. Everybody come to Right? Us. Keep it in mind, Nike does never Nike does not endorse people who are not in, who are not sports, who have nothing mm-hmm. to do with sports. Mm-hmm. The biggest mistake they did was deal with Kanye, right? But other than Kanye, all the people they ever endorsed were athletes. Mm. Ka- um, Kevin Hart is a comedian. Yeah. But on the side, personally, like... he's an athlete, right? He goes on 10K runs. No matter how many shows he's doing, no matter which countries he's traveling back and forth from, he always finds time to go to okay. the gym. He always finds time to run. Well, the... So when Nike endorsed him, now it's called run with heart. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So Nike endorsed that. They go out, and now he's getting, <coughs> and this is the, the this is how you influence people to do something good. good yeah. You're getting hundreds and thousands of people, and you go for a 10K run. For a lot of these people, they're excited. They're going on a run with Kevin with Hart, Kevin Hart yeah. mm. right? Mm. And for him, he's being healthy. It's part of his lifestyle.
2: It just works. It's a good it, idea.
0: Exactly. It's good so idea. It's, I think it's not about, oh, because <laughs> Yo, it's, good it's not because this influencer has 100,000 or 500,000 followers. Mm. It's because he is part of that life. Mm. You can have 100 followers, right? But then within those 100 followers um, or within your 10 followers of a circle, you have a strong influence. Right, if I said, Hey guys, let's go hang out by the dukan. you guys are down, that is an influence. I got four, five, six people to come and hang out. Right, mm-hmm. if you guys ask me, Yo, What's the plan tonight? Let's go to play basketball, or let's go do something, and you come along, that is an influence within your social circle. Uh, if I'm a soccer player, right, on the side, I have my day job, but I play football three, four, five times a week. Right, it's part of my lifestyle. When you know, if I get injured and I break my ankle. And I'm sitting at home for two months because I cannot play soccer. I get depressed, right? Because that is part of my lifestyle. Mm. Like I'm, I'm so accustomed to it that it's stopping me from doing something that I love. That is the influencer, mm. not because I have a hundred thousand and because I'm a fashionista. You're gonna give me soccer boots, True, yeah. right? So, I, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, it needs to, it needs to be. Very strategically calculated True, Before that. you just decide exactly. to yeah, give any, anyway, anyway,
2: it It's up to everybody to figure that out So anyways,
0: I know I've been uh, I went off on a, like a whole different segment. Yeah, yeah, right? pretty so, much um, Yeah, let's bring it back um, Yeah, let, let me show you guys uh, the audios And what people had to say I
4: have powers I-
5: Who are you and what do you do? Uh, I'm Terry Savage, I'm chairman of Lions Festival
7: and Dubai Links. I'm Phil Thomas, I'm the chief executive of Lions Festivals and, Lions and uh, Dubai Links.
3: I'm Mohamed Alaroui, I'm head of marketing at
8: Telfaz 11 or C3 Films based uh, in Saudi Arabia. I'm Nicholas Chiriak and I run strategy for. Leo Burnett on the Kellogg's account for the USA. My name is Reem, and I'm the partner and executive producer at Collective BKP. We're a video production company. My name is Yusuf Tohan. I've lived and worked in Dubai for the last 20 years. I'm almost entirely working in advertising and marketing. I'm currently the vice president for marketing and analytics at Kareem.
5: My name is Mark otherwise known as Marco or Smoke and Groove in an entertainment life. Um, by day, I do event recruitment for Kingston Stanley, um, establishing, uh, you know, reputable event companies around the world with their event, exhibition, and conferences.
4: The
1: Bizzle, and we buy and sell. I'm um, Lean Fatou. I work in advertising at Low, Mullen Low. Alone. Ah, <laughs> you want me to tell you who I am on the side? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a lot more exciting.
1: I'm Malika. I'm a rapper. I'm a female Arab MC.
8: My name is Alia Marci. I head up strategy at LibreNet Dubai. Hi, I'm uh, Dave Budge, and I'm the executive creative director of Isobar in Australia. So I get to come to Dubai with technology that we helped build in um, in Australia and, uh, and I guess kind of push the limits of what how technology and, and storytelling and, and, and really user experience can make
6: Qaswar al-Khatib, I'm the chairman and uh, CEO of U-Turn Entertainment.
1: Hi, I'm Gemma and I'm the people and culture director of Leobinet Dubai.
6: What excites you the most about your job? Uh, Content creation, the the response of people when we do a piece of content and the appreciation, the laughter, uh, the engagement, the emotional uh, aspect of it, uh, growing, succeeding, uh, making a stamp, uh, the content industry that we started having our own stamp and I think this is great for me. Every time I come I get amazed uh, into what is happening, what is the next level, where is advertising going and I've been attending links for years now and it's interesting to see how for the past two to three years content is becoming very important. Most of the speeches like the region today was mostly about content but you see where advertising trends are going and uh, that's what I love to come for.
8: There's a lot of things that excite me about my job at Karim. One is that it's, it's a mobile app, it's a digital company, so everything is completely data-driven and measurable, which is really exciting for me from a marketing perspective. The other bit is the fact that we really are a mission-based organization. We're genuinely trying to change the Middle East bringing uh, a new concept to youtube and
1: bringing uh, arabic youtube specifically, and um, making fans uh making them happy through nearby uh, content um, um, uh, throwing very good content um, to people
5: Uh, the fact that I think we work in the creative industry uh, which is both sort of a lot of fun, a lot of enthusiasm and actually makes a difference. I think creativity is uh, a way to change the world no matter what you uh,
7: you do with it and I think that's got to be exciting for anybody. Yeah, what he said. And also, <laughs> and also it's great to be at Lynx because what you see at Lynx is an improvement every year in the output, the creative output from the region which is very, very exciting.
0: And if this wasn't your job, you could do anything else in the world, what would it be?
7: I'd do this. Yeah, I mean, there's no better job in the world than running these festivals. It's just fantastic.
8: I would be doing this for a job. I, like, I, you know, once I left my real job before I was a lawyer before, once I left, I realized I was unemployable and I had to create the company that I believed should exist in the world. And this is all I want to do. I'm excited to get up in the morning.
6: Same thing over again.
8: Same thing, I think. Um, trying to be innovative in the market, coming up with new
4: tech, um, how to engage users and communities, forming a community around like technology.
5: I think we all know the answer to that. I'd still be uh, DJing full-time, um, but alas, you know, I do have a baby, and that does change the dynamics a little bit. Um, I still produce, still run a record label, which is going really well. Okay,
8: first thing popped in my head, I'll be scuba diving. Well, I was, uh, I was a filmmaker for five years before I came to work at a digital agency.
7: So I think I'd probably be doing that. But I, I love this job because I get to work in all mediums, really. Yeah. Probably coaching the Bulls.
8: My secret desire is to be a chef. Um, I think I'd love to run my own kitchen.
1: I would have a bakery. Oh wow, I'd be a pilot. Mm. (laughs) I like that. Roam around the world, yeah. Professional hockey player, no doubt.
2: In fact, I'm waiting for someone to offer me the opportunity, but I think I'm a bit out of shape, and I'm not even ethnically the right fit for it.
1: Oh gosh. I'd probably be working in TV. Um, that was my what I studied, and that's what I used to work in in the UK. So I think it'd be something TV based.
6: Just a quick uh, brief. What was uh, your talk about? It was about uh, U-turn and, and, and the growth that we've been going through. The different types of videos and content. People think content is just about comedy. Uh, I wanted to show the different types of content from edutainment to comedy to vlogging to gaming to all the different types.
8: My talk was called um, "The Startup Rising: The Next Arab Revolution." And what it was talking about is the fact that you know beyond the Arab Spring, um, five years later, you know, the, the Middle East has never looked as bad as it is. It's you know it's it's suffering from you know from from partisanship, from sectarianism, strict borders, corruption. You know, it's a very difficult place to do business. But in reality, there's some wonderful startups that are using the internet to defy a lot of these barriers, to build businesses that are creating jobs, creating wealth, and creating good news in a region that's desperately in need of it. I'm here in a number of capacities. Um, I'm here as the moderator for the data innovation and tech stage, so I'm here for all three days. I also gave the keynote speech on the innovation stage talking about the startup rising, the next Arab revolution of startups that are coming in place. And obviously I'm here as a marketer to gather best practices and see what's happening in the region.
3: Uh, I just gave a quick talk for the Lynx Academy teaching the youngins all about that digital life. And uh, yeah, and then um, just taking some stuff in, hearing some people talk and just learning more and more and more because in this business, you gotta always be uh, on your grind, you know, stay woke.
0: And what would you say is your source of inspiration
5: for keeping those going for so long? Uh, pretty much the fact that the world is changing so dramatically, so fast. So, in fact, if you look back 10 years, it's a totally different industry uh, with totally different platforms. And so it reinvents itself. So you're not actually in the same job. You're actually
7: in a new job every single year. Yeah, and I think also the people that come to our festivals and people in the industry are very inspiring. You know, they're creative people. They help us build the festivals. They come up with ideas and they help us move forward. And they're just very exciting people to be with.
0: Last but not least, what advice do you have for the young creatives?
8: I think for the young creative, the advice is don't limit yourself. Um, The older you get and the longer you spend in this industry, the harder it is to think without limitations. Really kind of go crazy, be dangerous, be daring, and really push yourself to try things that have never been tried before.
1: with the guys at Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and SoundCloud at Dukan Show. Subscribe to the show on your iTunes and Stitcher to stay up to date. And if you like what you hear, give it a rating. Tukhan is hosted by OT, Irshad, and Tuflis. You can also reach them on their personal social media profiles at OTOfficial and at Irshad underscore INI. And you can also reach Tuflis at soundcloud.com slash Firas dash Ibrahim. Salam. we I'll back home in the oh, morning No, 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 I no, Love on the and final time. I've always known it was. I'm really old, but when I get back to the place where it all, I've always known. I used was, to be. Mad. I'm really old. Now I take when I've back to when the heart's been broken
5: دين العلم المافيا ولا حي أصلاً وين أكتر متعددي وحيد لما الفكرة تصير مقيدي ومتعبدي للمادي عم فدش على طريق متقدمي وثابت لأن ما حدا حتى أخذ خطأ بي معيركي. انا برفض خلد خلي دلن محو دروس في المبادئ حابب علم اللي اختفو احتفل بالنفاق يابا بس الموانع عزي مرات بحس افكاري اضيق من شوارع خرزي مش رح احكي عن تدني إيقاع الكلام حتى مني معنى بيتبني السراع الأذان صدام السلام حتى بيدار الامان بدنا خصام بالعقل احتدم القتال المدام أستيقظ كل صباح لمجتمع معادي متناقض مع ثوابت الخلاص ثم اخفى عن من الظلام والضمير
7: أصبح خارج في مسائل الحرام أصطيقل كل صباح لمجتمع عادي متناقض مع ثوابت الخلاص ثم أغفى عن مكامن الظلام والضمير أصبح خارق في مسائل الحرام حط قناع عشان تكون حالك هيك مضرب مجتمع بخليك تتخربط لما تكون مزلط لازم ضلنا نغطي نخبل نكذب على بعض الصراحة تقيلة عليك مثل ضربة من الرعد حاولت أبسك الكل بس فشلت حاولت أراجع شو عملت عم بفك بعقده سلك اشغل حالك الفراغ ممكن يكون مؤذي بدور عشغلي أن نبسط فيها وتجيب لي خبزي يا بتغيره يا بغيرك هيك الحياة شايفك الواقع كتير بدايقك قلقه الوحيد الحساد في مجتمعنا بس قللي كيف بدك تحصد وانت أعمى الموجة كتير روية إجا وقتها مش حابب تمشي معها بس مش قادر تمشي عكسها ما بقدر أرضي الكل مع إني جربت النتيجة أكثر من ما صلحت اصيقل كل صباح لمجتمع معادٍ متناقض مع ثوابت الخلاص ثم اخفى عن مكان الظلام والضمير اصبح غرق في مسائل الحرام اصيقل كل صباح لمجتمع معادي متناقض مع ثوابت الخلاص ثم اخفى عن مكان الظلام والضمير اصبح غارق في مسائل الحرام